author's preface of philomene's marriages this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recorded by celine major philomene's marriages by henri greville translated by helen stanley author's preface to philomene's marriages to my american readers readers you who take the trouble to buy my book and to read it though you afterwards should curse the unlucky author who offers you exactly the contrary to what you desire a gay story when you are in a bad humour a sad one when you have every reason in the world for wishing to be amused permit me to introduce myself to you so many absurd things have been said about me that a little truth i think will do good to every one in the first place my readers it has been said that i am russian that my husband is russian and that my education was russian nothing is more untrue i was born in paris where i was educated in the bosom of my family and then the time having come for me to earn my own living i followed my father to russia it was there i became acquainted with the language and the customs of that country but i had married a frenchman and our love for our native land drew us homewards at first i began by passing a few months every year in france and my countrymen seemed to me as interesting to study as russians they had not for me the attraction of the unknown but i had strengthened my faculties of observation and i remarked a thousand points of interest in them where others only saw everyday life the commonplace of home existence the yearning towards our country became so strong that seven years ago we returned to paris and here it is that i have written all my works except one short novel and two or three stories tell me my readers why should i be obliged never to describe any other than russian society and by what strange law should i be forbidden to exert my powers of observation in regard to my countrymen it is in order that i may be allowed to do this that i present philomene to you to-day this person does not approach perfection even in a remote way but none are perfect except doubtlessly the critics who like bayard are sans peur et sans reproche it is probably from this immense idiosyncrasy that some of them have informed you that my husband is a russian nobleman and that i have no knowledge whatever of french habits and society they will read this and remain impeccable for that is one of their common attributes i take all the more interest in describing french life to you since i have learned american readers that you have shown me a great deal of indulgence and that my name is perhaps as familiar to you as to my own countrymen this amiability on your part makes me desire to thank you as far as it is in my power and i think i may be rendering you a service in giving you a truthful idea of french life the novels of my contemporaries that are the most frequently read in other countries are devoted to painting the exceptions of life both in regard to good and evil my desire is to make you know french people as they are as one meets them in the street at the theatre in shops at their own houses especially at their own houses in their modest homes which are as respectable and as well ordered as the greater part of those in other countries we have been given the reputation of a people who are never at home whose women are all perverse whose men all bad alas for the interest that criminals inspire thank god also for the cause of morality we are an honest people whose sons respect their mothers whose mothers sacrifice themselves for their children whose husbands are devoted ones and whose wives are courageous and loving exactly as they are elsewhere no more so perhaps but not less so than in other countries i fear that the aureole of fire that crowns our perverse brows will grow dim in the eyes of those who read my books 
there will be some perhaps who will cease to take any interest in us as soon as we shall no longer appear altogether horrible but if some desert us the great majority i feel sure will rejoice in thinking that we also know what are the pure joys of the fireside the contentment of duty accomplished and the ineffable tenderness of family life after all those of our people who fought at your side for your independence in the last century were not vulgar chevaliers of scandalous adventures and not in boudoirs had they learned to love justice and liberty you remember this perhaps at times my american readers and you will be glad to know that the mothers of our country bring up sons who are worthy of their ancestors that is better than attaining the brilliant and unhealthy renown of heroes of romance finally if i may have been able to inspire you with this wholesome view i shall be very happy my american readers and you also i am sure henri greville paris france january eighteenth eighteen seventy nine end of the author's preface